What's up, Geekscape? This is Jonathan, and it's time to start the show. If you've been listening to Geekscape all along, you know we're going to be talking movies, video games, comic books, all the geek stuff on the road to Comic-Con, which we'll be at at Booth 3919 this summer. And we'll be promoting movies like, I don't know, Funhouse Massacre, the movie we're about to tell you about in an hour. Over the course of the next hour, if you're watching this live on Z Hollywood, I just got to tell you, um, folks here at Z Hollywood did me a total solid because... Uh, I had Ben Begley, who you're about to meet, and uh, his wife, Renee, like, they were going to come on the show and talk about Funhouse Massacre, and then my friend Chris Strompolis, uh, he's one of the Raiders of the Lost Ark guys who remade Raiders, was like, hey, dude, we start tour, like, next week, mm-hmm. and they're touring the country to uh, to to not show, like, a documentary on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, basically these guys remade Raiders of the Lost Ark when they were in middle school, high school. They remade it shot for shot, the entire damn thing. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And... They finally got permission to. Well, they finished the thing, and now they're they're putting it on out on tour. And then Draft House Films is releasing a documentary on them because there was a documentary, obviously, on these guys who made it. And that's all hitting. And Chris was like, "Hey, we go on tour next week. Let's do a Geekscape." And I was like, "Ah!" And Z Hollywood's like, "Let's do let's do a double up." So thank you guys in the engineering room for doing a two hour Geekscape today. If you guys are listening uh, live, like hats off to you guys because. A two-hour Geekscape is insane. But you know what? <laughs> We're not at the two-hour mark yet. I could no. die. But you know I don't what? Don't worry. I'll take I over. Hope not. Yeah. If you're listening to this on our SoundCloud or no, on our not. iTunes, if you're listening to this on any podcatcher, uh, yeah, you're getting two episodes this week. And you're also probably getting a, a damn X-Men like yeah, Ian Turner special yep. because every time a damn comic book movie comes out, I got to talk to Ian about it. But it's okay. I'm pacing myself. <laughs> Everyone's right? just getting saturated with geek this week. They, they, yeah. There can never be enough geek, in my geek opinion. All over. Uh, so, uh, Ben Bagley's here. I've actually wanted Ben on the show for a while because uh, we talked about it. One day, I'm walking into the comic book store, and Ben yeah. is getting his comics, and I was like, hey, man, you shop here? Which uh, one? Yeah. Which comic here? book My store? only one. Yeah, House of Secrets is one we're loyal to. The all only right. one. And it's like, yo, bro. This is yeah. my territory. Hey, what are you doing here, <laughs> hey, man? Uh, but we, we teamed up. We What's like, on your pull list? We were like, yeah, <laughs> I can't even. I, dude, I, I had to. Dude, I had to I cut can't. down. It's. It I have to me. cut down. It pained me, but I, I can't. had to. He had a baby on the way. Yeah. Which brings us to Renee yeah. Doria. Yeah, that's uh, my wife. So Ben's wife Renee is joining us because they they both wrote this movie, mm-hmm. right? They, they wrote this movie, Funhouse Massacre, and we know the folks at Scream Factory. They're cool, and they are always sending Matt Kelly. Who does our uh, horror podcast, the uh, the horror movie night podcast? Like he's one of the hosts over there. He's always sending him these horror movies, and one of them that he's about to review for the website and talk about is the Funhouse Massacre. And since we got Ben in our own backyard, he and Renee are here to talk about the movie that they wrote, and you're in it. Yeah, we're both in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That and was they, the part of the contract deal. It was, it was like, great. It was we wrote this. Like, we don't have to be the leads, yeah. but we got to be in it. But yeah, Actually, I mean, it would be better if we were the okay. lead. <laughs> I don't have to play. I don't have to play a murderous clown. Right. Right. But it's one of those crazy things that, like, we we realized after doing this, does not happen that often. Where no, it the, usually no. yeah, usually the they're like the deal. yeah, usually they're like uh yeah, we'll buy it from you and you can play the waiter who says like yeah. here's your coffee. eggs or coffee. <laughs> but we we sold it basically saying 
we have to play the roles we wrote for ourselves, which happen to be it's an ensemble e- piece, which but happens it, to be every single role yes, in we, the movie. We might laugh at different characters. Yeah. We Nick Kroll this. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> right. play every character. It's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Clumps meets a Funhouse meets Toby Hooper. Yeah, that's no. It's um, but I got to play the deputy, who's kind of one of the comedic relief characters, and um, and one of the leads, and Renee got to play uh, Lori, who I'll let you explain that. I don't want to just. Explain I everything. play the Bumblebee character. <laughs> I'm a bumblebee guy. So that's ah, it. Sweet. Um, well, I, I'm part of the diner gang. So okay. we have like different groups, basically. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, cop and sorry. He's yeah, the cop sorry. and sheriff. Uh-huh. Um, then we've got the diner gang. Then you've got the bad guys. So the diner gang are the kids that go to the haunted house to just go have some fun on Halloween. Right. And then what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? It's overrun by psychotics who want to murder you. What's the worst that can happen in a haunted house based on real criminals that right. may be in an asylum nearby. So, so that's the concept. Crazy. The concept is yeah. what? There's a small town and because you guys wrote the movie, right? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. let's talk about what the impetus for writing the movie came from. Uh, maybe that was like yeah. a, what, the bad I first guess... date, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm guessing? Our we, first date, we were I guess like, we should idea. we should tell you the premise first yeah. and then where it came from. Maybe that'll okay. help. Yeah, sure. The, so the premise of it is that these six maniacs that you can see right here. Right. You brought in posters. Up here up top. Oh, nice. These six people. We have the de- we have the dentist, Doctor Suave. We have the Rocco clown. the clown, who, if you can see that that clown mask, yeah. he actually ripped that off of another man's face. So he's like Leatherface meets a wrestler and a clown. Here you go, Kenny. Like, holy Kenny, enjoy your nightmares. A lot of things. Oh, sweet. A lot oh, yeah. of nightmares right there. This is great. Then Manny. we then we have Manny the Prophet, played by Jerry Burns. Then we have I like love the Jerry guy Burns. who feeds Kool Aid to people. So good. You know? And his his loving daughter. He's like Jonestown. They say he feeds exactly. Kool Aid. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like that type he's of character. Cool yeah, like, not yeah. not murder, cool. murder. Yeah, cool. like, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Kool Aid. Drink some of this. Oh so, yeah. That's his his uh, loving daughter, Dollface, uh, who's kind of like a Harley Quinn type character, mm-hmm. knife wielding maniac. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, yeah. Animal the Cannibal, who is a famous chef who used to have a restaurant chain in New York until he's they got, found out he was feeding customers people, to customers. People. But he t- but he's also Jeez. a sheriff. Uh, like, no, he's, no, he's a security yeah, guard. No, he, security he, guard? he yeah. takes a security guard's outfit okay. and pretends to be a security yeah. guard. Yeah, everyone oh, okay. goes into the bathroom and no one comes yes, out. No, exactly. <laughs> and then the last guy is Clint Howard there, and he's the taxidermist. And uh, his his uh, killing is pretty self-explanatory. Right. He loves to uh, animals, stuff things people. bigger than animals. Yeah. And then you've got and Robert England. Robert that I've never seen before. Yeah, who is this gentleman? never seen that man. Robert England plays the warden of this so basically there's this asylum that where these are the criminals that, that houses those they, they house these criminals and these are the criminals that you only hear whispers about they're like the urban sure. legends where the Dahmers and the Gacy's of the world are just the ones that get through slip through the cracks these are the six maniacs that these are like the worst of the worst and um, basically Dollface has been feeding the owner of this local funhouse <laughs> these ideas mm-hmm. For a, a big haunted house this year, which is going to be the stage for their return. And they okay. break out and take over this fun house. And they start killing people off one by one. And people are too busy looking through their three-inch screen, vining everything to know it's three real. Three-inch screen? Why do they have iPhone 4? I know, exactly. Yeah. exactly. There's iPhone 5. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're correct. Jesus. It's much bigger now. I'm and so, yeah. and so, yeah. so the theme of the, the fun house yeah. is like that there's crazy psychos in it. So nobody really starts to question when... They think it's all a bluff. Like, so yeah. you play the sheriff, and you think people are just crying wolf. I play uh, exactly. the dopey deputy. Do- dopey deputy. Yeah, and the yeah. sheriff. The sheriff is kind of a little bit more hip to things, but she's off investigating this because there's a, a murder in the beginning that kind of ties to something in her past. So she's off investigating that while I'm at the 
station pretty much playing uh, Hogan's Alley. And, right. <laughs> uh, I get a prank call in the beginning that makes me think that they're like, hey, somebody killed my friend at the Funhouse, and they looked like your mom, and they're just a total asshole. So I'm like, ah, I don't know if I... Yeah, it's going to be a long damn, night. He's getting yeah. damn mom murdering calls, people again. And then he basically hangs his phone up. As, as any he's deputy would do, I take the phone off the hook at the he's station. He's tired of the prank That's calls. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had to figure out a way to be like, how would we not keep getting calls? Well, this guy's kind of naive and a moron, so he'll just take the phone off the hook. Right. And if he ever got so. a phone call on his uh, cell phone, it's only a three-inch screen, right. so I can't even can't see even who is. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not picking this up. I don't yeah. know. Well, and we, cov- yeah. we covered that by saying he dropped it in coffee again, so he had it in a in a thing of yeah. rice. So we tried. To- yeah. That's the hard thing when you're writing a horror film nowadays. That we yeah, like, how do you get like, rid of phones? On. There's yeah. there's a way to like tell somebody something. Except we just watched 911. Like really? rescue? Actually, no, rescue no, uh, John, John Oliver. We just watched 911. I thought it was like Rescue 911, the TV show from like the early 90s. I'm like, this week on Rescue 911. She's pregnant. I'm like, guys, you're She's pregnant. Right she jumps around a lot. Um, but yeah, so 911 is actually really difficult to get a hold of. So it actually kind of works. Yeah. Well, yeah. so you guys were watching John Oliver, and he had and this whole expose yeah, on how 911 is. So maybe, yeah. so maybe horror films aren't that unrealistic yeah. nowadays. Because a lot of times you get a. I've called 911 you, you a few you're times. You're on hold a lot. What'd actually? you call 911 for? I saw some guy getting beat up in front of a gas station in Hollywood that once. Fuck were, were you for getting? You're either one getting beat up. I was just trying to be a good Samaritan. And I was like, you don't know what happened. I mean, maybe he asked for it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He yeah, was maybe someone asshole. was like laying down like justice <laughs> right there, yeah. and you interrupted it. Exactly. That's what happened. Yeah, and then the cops show up, and then the good guys actually get arrested. Yep. If, oh, if Kenny talks shit some more, I'm gonna put him in another Just, chair. Okay. Yeah. I, you <laughs> you right. can only get put in a chair once until you get healed, and then you can be put in it twice. Once they you know invent what? stem cells, man. Hurry up with that. I know. I hope because I, I have a I whole want you to list. Re-cripple I, me. I have a whole list of problems with you boy uh we've got a list of lots of problems but we're gonna have to wait until this commercial yep. break when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more funhouse massacre we're gonna talk about the writing of this movie the making of this movie and how they got people like robert england and jerry burns involved uh but you're gonna have to wait through the commercial break because we'll be right back on geekscape all right the geekscape marathon continues that's right we got ben begley Renee Dorian, they're on the show talking about the Funhouse Massacre, which is uh, available, I think, uh, June seventh, seventh, yes, uh, from our good friends at Shout, Fa- at Shout Factory, and uh, the tagline is "Murder is all part of the show." That's actually exactly how it's supposed yeah. to be read. Yeah, so actually, can we get that recorded yeah. and use it? I watched the trailer earlier. Okay. I think we got to redo it. Murder. Murder is all part of the show. It's a little, it's a little weird. <laughs> I just be like, oh, please. it's got to be like all oh, yeah, Yoko the clowns. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Murder is yeah. all part of the show. I heard, I was I was at lunch with a showrunner uh, a few weeks ago, and he was telling me about two actors who had optioned some material, mm-hmm. and they were going to turn it into a television series, right? Okay. So they met okay. with these different other showrunners. He was going to be the showrunner. They met with producers. They were going to package this thing to a high-profile um, cable network. And these two actors who had option the material we're going to be producers on the show uh and they were like just so you understand you are not like it's unrealistic that you guys are going to play the leads Mm -hmm. but if you guys you know uh if we move this thing forward you guys will be executive producers on this television show obviously that has a chance for syndication and all your dreams can come true and from there who knows obviously there as executive producers on the show you have 
the ability to maybe put yourself in some of the roles. And like I heard, the, I then sat through the rest of the story, which was a horror story of how this entire thing fell apart. Uh, because I knew that was coming. It was, was coming. an all or nothing type thing. And it was a level of miscommunication that had happened between when you get agents and lawyers and this involved, which uh-huh. you probably should involve at some point to protect yourself. But right. get a but, contract. But it's also like that thing where it's like the actors have to have some self-awareness and not have. I mean, this is like a like a cable network television show that they were close on and that was the killer it was like yeah. that that they were like we we heard that you guys didn't want us as a lead it's like no no we can't just be open to the idea that you guys probably will not play the lead right that's what's hard about yeah. tv specifically and i think independent film you get a little bit mm-hmm. more leeway mm-hmm. with that but yeah i mean i I had written a pilot a couple of years ago, and it's called Ben's Afraid of Everything, and it's right. like it's clearly about my life. And you that, may not play Ben. That for me would have been a make or break too. If it's like <laughs> yeah. a, you may not play Ben, I would you're be like, yeah, uh, but it's, it's me. really it's really difficult because you're like, well, I really want to sell this, but at the same right. time, yeah. I can see I the cut, yeah. be part of this. Like, I, I want to be sit, me. Yeah, you know I don't want to sit back and watch someone. What's else crazy be about me. it is Ben w- like sent me that, and like the first episode was Ben's Afraid of Marriage, and Ben's Afraid of Having a Baby, and Ben's Oh, probably was it there. I was like, oh, you did read it. I didn't see you there. More like Ben's afraid of one night his comic collection falling on him and and, and caving in his skull. (laughs) It's funny. That's a realistic fear. Ben's afraid of his dog peeing on his Nintendo Nintendo Wii games. That happened one time. Wait, wait, a dog peed on Wii games? Where else was it supposed to pee? The irony did not escape me, but it still made me mad. So what happened? He, uh, when we first got our dog, he, I, I went what to kind go. Of dog? Uh, this is he's a lab he's a pit, pit mix. Okay, he's, he's a good friend. He's a big dog, you know. Yeah. And when I went to go get the games, it was, for it was a, very new. Yeah, very I went new. to go get the games for a trip to Big Bear with her family, and I went to. <laughs> Your family's up, gonna bore the hell out of me. I'm yeah, bringing my Wii. Yeah, gotta bring the Wii. <laughs> and uh, and I went to go grab the games, and they were all like stuck together from like just corroded urine that had just sat oh, there for weeks. Oh, he freaked out. I and came I like, home like, hey, you ready to go? Like, are you all packed up? No, he's like washing his DVD cases. I'm like, so I'm like, not used to. What we've learned is that, that Ben's sticky. sense of smell is impaired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Because, dude, I know. I don't know how that it shit smells. There. I don't know how. And then what happened was I'm so meticulous with the the having the covers that I let them dry out in the sun. And then I took the dried urine-soaked covers to Staples and color photocopied all of them. <laughs> and so people are yes, like... Yes, he did. I can see people I are, said, why don't you just put it in a case? You no. don't need a physical, like... So people are walking cases. by <laughs> as I'm committing a felony, like, a crime by copywriting... You just admitted you know, that. Like, I'm, Wait, I'm but you photocopying copywritten material. That's been urine-stained. But it's urine, so it has urine. I'm putting well, basically the, dried up urine on the It's probably changed enough where yeah. it can get rid of the yeah, exactly. copyright. It's 30% no, different. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 30% different where you're like oh it's, everything's yeah. included I still have urine those, uh, I still have those photocopied urine stained cases how high of a shelf do you keep your comic book collection on now they're in now the they're attic. completely different <laughs> now Building. in our new place it's like in a closet that's shut and everything those our, are old our only downstairs we have a condo it's up okay. and down and our only downstairs walk in closet yeah. that you would put like your travel stuff oh yeah. there it comes dude I, this is my reality don't worry this is just literally ignore it. Just a ignore it. that's library. what I do of DVDs. It's all alphabetized okay. by cat and by category. And his like your statues of and video games. Yeah. And his video games. Garbage bucket statues, yeah. The entire closet. Like so you walk yeah. in and you have my, an entire like library. What if she wanted to That's put just there. where you, sometimes you, I just shut like, the door she, and just like, like what yeah. <laughs> I just look. Like honestly, Renee, I'm glad you're here. Okay. Uh, what would you uh, 
What would I put it? Yeah, what would you put it? Vacuums. Uh, pretty Boring. much everything. Yeah. Now we have to find like corners yeah, to put the know. mops because of, now that we're having a baby, it's like where do we put our luggage? Like, where, where do you put the gonna, baby? Where are we gonna put yeah. the strollers? Where are we gonna, like, the crib in the closet? <laughs> no, bro code. I say you hold out, buddy. I'm gonna. Well, you know, that the great closet, thing is, like, uh, just put a lock on that door, and the baby d- can't get in there. That's what I have to. I'm gonna have to do. It. Or you put the baby in there and put a lock on it. The baby can't get out. Yeah. Then the baby will learn loving. All learn to love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go in there and it'll Terrible. all be destroyed. I'm, yeah, the baby I'm will sure poop all be over urine it. I don't yeah, see the be, be, So the sequel is going to be called Marriage Massacre? Is that what's <laughs> happening here? We got... Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Marriage is all part of the show. You just, you just <laughs> came up with a new I did. movie. I, like I did. Um, I don't need a story by credit. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't want to harm my IMDb. But right. uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Too late. But, you know, you guys... So you guys think of this idea. What's the process of then going and not running into that hurdle of... We can make this movie, we thought but of we it. wouldn't be in it. We, 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 we got the idea Universal from... Universal Horror Nights. We were okay. walking around Universal we, Horror Nights. We love going to that, loved... so I think it was our first time that we went, mm-hmm. too. First date? And, no, no, no. <laughs> we've been dating a couple of years, three or four years by then. Um, but we... Uh, we were walking through, and they were. I remember specifically, it was like during the the scream when they had the scream thing sure. where the terror tram dropped you off. There was specifically somebody getting like their skin or their face sawed off. There's always something off. going on in the that fun? area. It's like yeah. once you walk around, there's like this giant tree, right? And there's always something set up at that tree. Sure, or there's something like somebody hanging, hanging or something. Hanging. Or... And like they so sprayed water cut. at us. I can't go to that stuff, man. It's annoying. They sprayed it's water at us, and we were like, yeah. we were no, like, is it's, that it's what if that was? And that's when we thought, like, what well, if that was really, what if that person's really getting killed? And we're just like, oh, really that's realistic. so crazy. Show, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's make a movie about it. And then, yeah. and then, like, the entire time we're walking around Universal with these clowns chasing you with chainsaws. Yeah. We're like, what the, what if this was a crazy dude? Yeah, in the sequel, it's like, you're, you see, like, two method actors, right? And they're throwing lines outside of a theater. It's like, well, what if those people are really getting divorced? Yeah, it's Marriage Massacre. The Marriage I like the alliteration of that. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, I think it's it could. Like, oh, I think it yeah. could work. What if those guys are actually it's like ending a, their lives together? It's like a cousin <laughs> sequel to right. it, like Ten Cloverfield Lane was. You know, sure. it's oh, not yeah, a direct yeah. sequel. Oh, well, yeah, once it's like this a thing quill? makes the big night, buttos, it's a Nyquil I think, You know, when you, when when June seventh comes out, an anthology. I think yeah. now we have this the 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 Funhouse series, yeah. the Funhouse marriage. Oh man, I would love the yeah. Funhouse marriage. Maybe the horror <laughs> movie my wife is trapped in. <laughs> Where she's just like, I can't escape because all these amiibos. Because my answer to your quandary about the closet is an entire garage, garage right? Yeah. Which should fit vehicles. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, my. oh, yeah. An you entire know, garage? You know that comic book store that we uh, met yeah, back secret. in? Yeah, I call that an annex for the most part. <laughs> was, okay? Because, yes. like, the, the real no, collection that was actually his is garage. My garage. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, that yeah. is. That, that place has nothing on you, and that's a comic book shop. See, e- Eric guys... looks at me. Eric looks at me every time I come in. You know, Eric. Yeah, really, oh, yeah. Like he comes in, and when he when it's time to get my subscription for the week, he looks at me and he he puts on a weight belt around his back, <laughs> and then he goes and gets my collection because he knows oh, if he doesn't pick my collection up, like my if he doesn't pick my books up properly, he can throw his back out. That's oh, how much. You got a dolly to take. This is what problem. you guys need to do with your comic books. This is what us ladies do with our clothing. Well, yeah, burn them. Us ladies. Burn your like the seventies. Swap a clothing swap, and all of us. We don't want to get rid of them though. And we swap. swap our clothes that we're tired of wearing that we don't like really like swap. anymore. <laughs> oh my god! And then, and then you Not guys could do that. Baby. You guys could do that with comic books. But guys, the thing well, is, with comic books, we don't want to get like, rid of them. Oh. Ben and I are more likely to swap spit than we are comic books. Oh, okay, kid. Like, let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's oh, it's in the realm of possibility. Really? I'm just saying. 
We're no. more likely to swap spit. There's certain like there's certain runs that I get rid of after a time, but then there's yes. other things that I just don't. How do you get rid of them? I don't know. Like, where do you... I've, yeah, like, I've been trying... I have boxes I, where I'm yeah. like, I need they, to... Like, they these buy can go. They're, you can they donate them. Great. You can donate them to, actually, the armed forces, and, and they stuff, can take... Yeah. They send them off to soldiers and stuff like that, which is cool. It's just, um, I gotta figure out the best way to do that. Well, without... our friend Jason Inman, who hosts the DC All Access show, yeah, he, yeah. he's been on Geekscape a few times, Geekscape is... Uh, last year, he did uh, a comic for the troops yeah. thing, but he, he wasn't able to get the tax credit because... I forget what the story was. And then there was a woman who had been shipping them out, right? And so he just funneled them all to her house. And he didn't uh, expect for the campaign to be so successful. Mm-hmm. This woman looks up, and she's just got truckloads of comics in her house. Whoa. And she's like, I am uh... like... A USS heli- like carrier is going to have to pull up to my house to get this over to the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, and so wow. So Jason, I know, is researching for next year for because he, he does this. He's going to do it again this Christmas. Yep. He's researching some form of actually doing it for tax write-offs because a lot of people asked for that, and then actually making it so wherever you have a drop-off location or something, it it doesn't. This poor woman doesn't have to be the middleman. <laughs> That's basically the gist of it, you know. So. On Geekscape, we'll tell you, and you'll find out. And then when when you find out, when I find out, you'll find out. Okay. And we will save our marriages together. We will. Together, we will save our marriages. See, because you went the extra step, and you actually, like, you guys are having a baby. (laughs) And I'm not talking about the film. Yeah, if you're going to save a marriage, it's like either get a dog together. I think that's the worst idea. To save a marriage, you put a baby in somebody. Yeah, but there's only one way to find out. Yeah, you're like, I don't know if it's going to fix it, but... Uh, but what's, what's the worst that could yeah, do? I'm going to take the, the horny approach. Now <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave me, Because every time you look at her, it's going to look like me. <laughs> yep. What about it? You sound it? like Bill Clinton. Yo, hip-hop, girl. Yo, you can step away from me, but I'm just warning you, every time you look at our kid, it's going to remind it, you of me and our good times. It, yeah. does, it does sound a little bit like hip-hop Bill Clinton. Yeah, it is. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yo, girl, you're going to miss me before long. It's like the, it's like those old Bill Clinton like <laughs> albums, that like the singing <laughs> albums, like from, like the Jerky Boy ones <laughs> oh or whatever. It's okay. like, every time you cut off the crust on that sandwich for that little kid you're gonna miss this okay that's holy shit uh guys you may not miss us but if you do we're gonna take a spot break when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more funhouse massacre a little bit of what it's like marrying a dude dude's into comics and whether or not you're ruining your life and renee's gonna walk us through it we get back on geekscape renee runs the show therapy session yes ma'am Hey, Geekscapists, we're back. It's the Geekscape Massacre right here on Z Hollywood. And uh, we're sitting down with Renee Dorian, Ben Begley. And we're talking about this movie that they co-wrote. They're in it. It's called The Fun House Massacre. It comes out uh, June 7th on Shout Factory. Who I love Shout Factory. I have, uh, I have a cool Blu-ray that they put out of Ravenous. Which is oh, a really yeah. good cannibal movie. Really? That, that movie's awesome. No, I haven't. The movie's awesome, That movie's dude. incredible. Ravenous is really damn good. Shout Factory puts out some really quality stuff. And nice. Then, well, Scream Factory puts it out. And then Shout Factory is like the... It's like an like umbrella. Just like the umbrella. Right. Yeah, Scream Factory is for like their horror titles, but the whole thing is Shout Factory. Okay. And, I mean, we've been supporting them for years. They so did all the G.I. Joe they did, releases. They, they did their they, own. They basically, oh, nice. everything in our childhood, they bring back. Well, not only the childhood, but like when the Aquabats did the Aquabats yeah. Super Show, they put out that stuff. And so... Uh, they do a lot of like the pop culture stuff that we love, and cool. um, yes, they they do do a lot of uh, uh, HD 
like repackaging of some of the stuff that we love, uh, like our old cartoons and things. But they also do movies like this. And uh, you know, who was going to do a ravenous special edition Blu-ray? Like who was going to do that, or who was going to do versions of uh, Sleepaway Camp and stuff? But not just do all the first one, maybe do all three. Um, I love these guys because they would they do these Blu-rays and DVDs. They treat them like we would mm-hmm. if we were running these distributors. We'd be like, oh no, it's got to have everything. Yeah. Oh no, it's got to be the nicest. We can't we can't skimp on the image. We can't skimp on the. We might be able to skimp on the script, but I'm fine <laughs> with you guys. I'm hey. messing. Hey, hey. Oh, all right, yeah. let him act in it anyway. We'll bury him. Uh, <laughs> He'll drop his phone in the coffee. So, so I did. I mean, did we answer that question of how you guys ended up putting this movie together? No, we. No, it to, no, like, we, I think we, got, we came up with the idea. My how our idea. We got away. to the point of how we came up with the idea, which was yeah. that we were at a real yeah. a real haunted house, and we thought, wouldn't this be crazy if they were real killers here? And then it. We brainstormed that for a while. For a long time, actually. We held on to that idea yeah. for like two years. Okay, forever. And then we got engaged, and we started working on the script during the year that we got we were getting married. The honeymoon year. Or yeah. no, the, pre, the, 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 pre, the pre-wedding. Yeah, the pre-wedding, yeah. yeah. While we're planning a wedding, we're like starting to think of the concept, and uh, Ben would we go got... into a cave and write drafts, and then we'd come back, look at it. and um... You're like, when we sell this, I want yeah. half, so we're getting married. That's right. And, and, this yeah, is you go, part yeah, of this it. This is the it. contract. You're That's... an actress. Yes. And and uh, so like how was that? Because my wife is not involved in this stuff at all, and I just now in our we're literally guys. This next weekend will be our this coming weekend is our six year anniversary, and I'm just now. Oh, how fucking cute! Well, I've just now started to let her into the process of like reading my stuff or giving me feedback, and you know she's like, I just didn't think you were, you know, I don't know. I I did. A part of it's like. You know, a part of like saying, "Hey, I don't just fucking lay around reading comics all day." It's part Although of like that's my, a per- it's that's my personal auditing. It, it took us a little while. When we first started dating, I remember I used to get really nervous for auditions, okay. doing the audition in front of him. But I yeah. need someone to read it with, so sure. I'd be like, "Turn around," and I'd make him yeah. turn she around, would make not me turn to watch me. Because I'd be like, "Jim Morrison." I, I, I was just <laughs> to give you feedback. I didn't want his feedback. I just wanted to hear how. At first, this is like yeah, ten years ago. This is like ten okay. years you ago. You wanted your first. own feedback. I just wanted to like hear it out loud. No, he wanted his back, facing her. Exactly. And so I remember, like, when we first started, and then, like, slowly I let him turn around and start giving notes. Every and then now I, like, and then yeah. I get a little bit, I turn around. <laughs> and then we started yeah. doing sketches. It, start, it was kind of a natural it, progression. It was, yeah, where, definitely a natural progression. We've always been creating. You guys I mean, met through the Thespian Desires? No, we no, met, at met at a, a karaoke bar. bar. <laughs> Sardos karaoke yeah. bar. I know Sardos. Oh, yeah. You went there looking for porn stars, didn't you? <laughs> No, no, it was Hall- the home. Hall- no, no, there is it. They are the home of the porn star karaoke. Yes, Hallow's they Eve are. of all times. Yeah. Yes, they oh. are. Oh, yeah. so this was in your future. This yes, funhouse thing this was destined. Thing it's was all leading to this. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, yeah. we we created, we did a variety sketch, live performances. So you guys started acting together after this. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. actor, actor. Oh, yeah. Cute, and cute. I ahead. think that that's part of the reason why, because uh, before. Before we started dating, I was like, ah, oh, actresses, I can't do it. I never me. wanted to date an actor. Right. Was she with somebody else? Did you fight him? No, I, no, I didn't <laughs> fight him. There was and there was nobody else yeah. okay, <laughs> that I know. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I think that the reason we work well is because we, we we just collaborate, collaborate and we also kind of challenge each other to keep working and keep creating stuff or because you lose a rent we, yeah yeah, that, like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes half i challenge the, you to go out there and get a job yeah <laughs> that's half, a motivation half the <laughs> half the jobs we've gotten have been from sketches we've done or things we've created that the first tv auditions i went on and i went in on they i had no other tape i just had my sketches and that got me in the room sure. so it was stuff that and then we learned we learned ways to to write together where now 
this one was a little bit different where I kind of went in a cave and then she'd give me a bunch of notes. But now we've learned um, whenever we write something together to like just basically just choose scenes. Which scenes we're going to do. And divvy them up right. and then rewrite story, each other. When we do the story, oh, though, cool. it takes the longest. Yeah. Right. And then when you do the scenes, it's actually you can because you already fast. have the story yeah. so in depth that you're like, right. Oh my god, I'm done with this scene. That's awesome. Because yeah. we've been we've been working on a couple other things together and separately. Like a baby. So, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> that's that, definitely that's the been biggest the main project. Thing. <laughs> but we've also been working on some scripts where she's writing one, I'm writing one, we're writing one together. Uh, and when we write together, it's really cool now because it's super collaborative. This was a little bit different where I just, like I said, went in a cave. But this one... I'll, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. I got it. Don't worry, yeah. man. Don't worry. I did, I did 30 pages today. Just I'm not three. sharing a credit with no... Uh, but then, so now, uh, she, we, yeah, we divided up the scenes and, and then we just rewrite each other's scenes. And it's a lot of fun because then I have a... Uh, my kryptonite is writing strong female characters. Sure. My female characters sound like just exposition what are you machines. Of? What are you, what are you I don't afraid know of what I'm up? afraid of. It's just just something inside. They me, just basically say what's happening. Yeah, it's like, like comment machines. Why are and she you makes hitting someone better. in the face? And I'm like, why would she? Okay, why I never wrote. Why are you hitting someone? I know. In the face? I, okay, so I'm just giving covered... an example. You know Terry Moore, who, <laughs> uh, who did like Strangers in Paradise. Terry Moore is the yeah. car, the, the comic writer. Uh, there was a time when I was freaking out about writing female characters, and I think I've gotten better at it. But it, I just remember this conversation where I went up to him and I said, Terry, like, you've made a whole career on female characters. You know, he did Strangers in Paradise, then Echo, and now he's got, he's finishing up uh, the, this last one. Literally, I think the issue, uh, the last issue of this book comes out tomorrow or this week. And I said, uh, like, what's this? And he goes, well... I just try and write them like the male characters, except they're always right at the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as funny as that was, um, I just, you know, uh, I think the, the thing is, like, you do write them like the male characters, but emotionally, you just remember that as males, we compartmentalize, mm -hmm. like, to a criminal extent. Yeah. And women don't. And so it's almost easier in a, in a, in a narrative where you're telling yourself, even though you're you're compartmentalizing these scenes from a bigger thread that you've drawn up in the outline that the female character is going to be uh, cognizant of the entire thread. That makes sense, yeah. But the male character is going to be maybe talking about your acting or this and that. He's going to be more object-based, uh, objective-based, right? Mm -hmm. so, so there's going to be a more immediate thing, which always makes it easier for us to write the male characters because it's like, okay, they're going to write, they're going to talk about what's pertinent in the scene. Yeah. But a female character is going to be the soul of this sequence because she's going to be de dealing with ideally what's pertinent about the story. Yeah, and that's a huge. That's so deep. <laughs> no, yeah, I like that. That's a, and that's a huge thing with what happened with uh, Renee's character Lori in the Funhouse Massacre when. Oh, really when you late. You looked the, at the very first draft. Yeah. It was like, oh my goodness, she where just, where is this character? Where does she right. exist? And she comes in and out like three. We actually times. did a. We actually did a. We Renee and I just sat down and read it out loud to each other, and we just started was, realizing that that her point of view was missing. And you're right. It, it, a big thing about her character in the movie is that she is aware of things, and she is um, she's aware of the other people that need help. Whereas right. the guys are kind of more like. We got to get the hell out of here, and she's more like, "Yeah, but we also have to save so these what hundreds of other people that are in danger. Like, we can't just be sure. selfish, you know." And so she's a little bit more of the. But that the was voice a great. That was a great writing lesson for us yeah. both. Is that like when we finally sat down to read it out loud, just the two of us? It's not like we got a group of friends You're together like, and listened right? to them. We not were just yeah. like, some of it. We were like, "Is yeah. this how you see me?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think like red I think lines every everywhere. guy who's ever. I know I did this, and every guy who's ever sat down to write a feature league screenplay is is guilty of. 
being the guy who's like, it's been 10 pages, give the girl a scene. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's been 10 pages. I got to hear that female character. People are going to get mad. It's like, unless you're writing Rise of Our Dogs. Yeah. But it's like, if you then you you end up with a character who has no engine. Yeah. You end up with a character who is just this interjection of your narrative instead of actually a part of your narrative. They're like, hey, I'm going to make a cameo here because yeah. I haven't been in the movie for eight to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and now then that character is nothing but a commentary. Right. And that's just that like was, a Rob Schneider of a female that, character. That was, <laughs> you that can was, do it. Thanks. You can, you, do it. You can yeah. go away now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what was really helpful because now I think that her, her thread and, and her love interest in it, um, played by uh, Matt Angel, who him? plays Morgan. No, okay. no, I didn't fight him. Just, He's checking, just checking. Lovely human being. Um, you could still I, fight lovely they, they human beings. They have a kissing. They have a kiss in the movie, and mm. I would actually run back to the monitor and be like, "You got to be more passionate! Come on, <laughs> it sucked." So I was tickled. No, emotions. I didn't even feel anything down hey, there. Too Again, much passion, too much leave passion. some room for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, the, I, I guess we were talking about a little bit how the way it came about too. Is that what sure, we? Sure. Um, yeah. It, it was a random thing where I happened to post on Facebook after... It was right we, after we got back from our honeymoon. Yeah, so while to. we were on our honeymoon, we had, I think, like the second the second draft second already draft done. Yeah. done. And so we were just like sitting... We were in Greece and we were like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. boring we honeymoon need, of all time. I don't know time. if I can swear. Sorry. Yeah, you can totally swear. <laughs> okay. Um, we, we were Too just basically now. like, okay, yeah. Um, let's do it. Let's just like send it out, see what happens. Yeah. And um, it, it was with a couple of producers that I have worked with previously on an independent project that I just... I but it came out of a Facebook post. Yeah, a what Facebook do you mean? Post, I basically. happened to post on Facebook, Renee and, and I are super excited to have finished the third draft of our new horror comedy. And I wasn't doing that to brag or anything. It was just because I, as soon as I put it out there, I'm accountable and I sure. have to like keep f- writing. Yeah, see it through. And I got a call from the director who ended up directing it, Andy Palmer. Um, and he was like, what's the pitch and what's the budget? We have a, an independent investor looking for a horror comedy right now. And I pitched it to him and he was like, when can you send it? I was like, now. And so before you know it, we're optioning it at th- this was in October. We're optioning it Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving. It's sold oh. January 13th and we're casting and in production by April 19th. Wrapped. No, no, we're, we're already casting in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, right. by April 19th, we were shooting. Yeah. Sorry. And we were wrapped by May 20th. Sure. And then it was in theaters ah. in November and now out in June. So I mean, it's like. World of marriage. It's just, it's just so people that you've worked year. with in the like in the past too. Yeah. It's like you know you never it's know just who this you serendipitous when thing you that stay just connected all... with people. You, I mean, I always like if I work with someone, I'm like, oh, I'll take a picture, and then I'm like, I'll be friends with you on Facebook. I'm never gonna and see you again. Right. Yeah. You always, Five years later, you're like, who the fuck is this? Cool? And then, yeah, you're just like <laughs> when you go through the likes on your yeah. your post, yeah. you're like, who is that? You got to check the mutual friends. Why did just like 17 of my photos? What a creeper. That's usually my. Yeah, why are they going back in time and just family members? But yeah, you never know who, yeah. when, like, you stay connected with people who's going to hook up and say, hey, let me see that and script. And since they'd worked with us before on a couple of things and they produced a web series Renee had written and they were friends of ours, they were completely on board with like, nice. yeah, we're not going to do this without you guys as two of the leads. That's how it's going to be. So there was never even a question about that, which was really cool because yeah. we're learning, you know, with the new stuff we're trying to get around there is that everybody's like, well, you got to attach a name or a name director or else they will replace you. And now we're yeah, like, yeah, we had Kangan like, on the show. Cool. Remember Kangan? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing his movie in July. I think it's awesome. And Kangan just started shooting his movie this past weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, Geekscapist, we're going to take one last spot break. We'll be right back uh, with Renee and Ben. Hang with us. You won't regret it. I promise. Geekscape is I'm back here on Geekscape. 
And you, you know, know I love. We got Kenny Craig here. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. You, you know what I love about uh, one of our uh, new producers um, is when she count. Whoops, shit. <laughs> when she count counts us down, she's like five, four, and looks at her fingers to make sure like it's three <laughs> and then new. two. She's I, new. I know. <laughs> I, I do you like know? going backwards. That I like way, the backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Like, really, awesome. I noticed that. But I once like... it gets to three, she makes sure that. Oh wait. Oh shit. Wait. It's the pinky ring in middle. You know why? Four. See, look. See, you are once you get to the third. I remember when Justin. Like Damn. when you went down to like two, and then you went back. No, it was it you or Drew who was like, I think it might have been Drew where he was like five, four, three, four. Yeah. And I was like, what <laughs> the? F- <laughs> I think why she, why you're looking at it is because it's hard. When I'm trying it now, it's easier to do that. Yes, it's, it's harder to go. See you. Like, it, it takes, wait, wait, is she doing this? Yes, yeah. Ariel's doing that. It takes concentration. It it's does. like I'm, it's like uh, I gotta go. Uh, yo, I gotta will it yo, to happen. Ariel, almost. you can go all fucking Apollo thirteen. Like you can work for NASA. You can do yeah. their countdowns. That's you shouldn't true. Be, you shouldn't be slumming here. No. With Geekscape, all right? Like I have to concentrate to sometimes do the live long and prosper. Like, with... no offense to Z Hollywood, but, like, you should be working for NASA with that stuff. All right? <laughs> She's slumming. Everybody tried. They would it's never hard. fuck up a launch ever no. again. Oh. Actually, they won't because they don't do anything anymore. Yeah. So, no. They, they you know what? You should work for Red Bull, our new space program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Geekscape is, like, if Ben sounds familiar to you guys, uh, he's the host of the Guilty Movie Pleasures yeah. uh, podcast that's over at Popcorn Talk. Um Tell me about this podcast. Like, like, like this. How long have you been doing this guilty movie pleasure? I've been doing it for a, a little over a year now, yeah, almost a year and a half. Yeah, rookie. Yeah, okay. no, I'm super. Ro- yeah, no, yeah, I am. I'm new to this whole thing. Uh, I feel like I jumped on the podcast right after it had been going for a very long time. Oh, I put it right off a cliff. And- <laughs> Yep. Yeah, we do we do that pretty much every week too. Um, it's it's called Guilty Movie Pleasures. It used to be with Josh McCuga, and now it's I with love my buddy uh, Cameron Lewis, who's on I love it. Josh. Josh, if you're Josh listening, is I love awesome. You. Yeah, Josh is awesome. He he actually brought me on as his co-host, and then he's moved on to he's moved on to better. bigger and better and things that actually pay. And uh, and so now I'm the I'm the host, and I have Cameron Lewis as my co-host. And basically every week we just we talk about a ridiculously awesome movie like okay. uh, the 1989 Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, or I remember when Josh Pacific Rim, yeah. or you know stuff like that. We uh, or Face Off, you know, sure. and yeah. just kind of celebrate. So it's not a so it's what, not a what's, show what's like so guilty about these movies. Yeah, nothing, awesome movies. nothing to me, but yeah. to other people they might. I don't feel guilty about any. Those of the people are jerks. Yeah, they are jerks. Right. I, I like they after are. Face Off, I would just go around asking girls if they want to suck my tongue, and <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest thing I in the world. But r- no, I finally nothing... just watched it when he did <laughs> oh. when they when they covered that movie, yeah. and I was like. Why have I never seen this it's before? Like, I could yeah, not stop fantastic. laughing. Yeah. Here's hilarious. the here's the weird thing. Uh, my tongue. It was on TV, <laughs> and I walk into the living room, and it and neither Nick Cage or John Travolta are on screen, or uh, what's her name? Uh, Joan from, Allen. Uh, no, from Bound. Uh, uh, Gina Gershon. Gina, Gina Gershon. Like none of the stars are on it. it. It's literally one of the thugs in Nick Cage's group is is on screen and it's like his shoulder and i go oh face off is on tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's literally a shot of yeah. the dude's shoulder and i'm like oh yeah. face oh, off because yeah. i just remember the lighting I've from seen that, that movie sequence so many because times. it's like oh they're gonna like i love that i mean when i saw that, the- that in the theater twice <laughs> oh, somewhere yes. in 96 i saw that in the theater twice it's not good but i had a uh, it's I, amazing but i was totally into that whole john woo thing and yeah. i was like okay well I didn't know looking back that Hard Target was going to be his best American movie. Hard okay? Target is his I best. I did not know that. Well, back. I would say that Face Off's his most fun. It was, Hard Target's his most commercially film. successful, but yeah. like you know, I just love all the like blatant killer stuff in that movie. Where you're just like, what? And Hard Boiled. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, 
We'll see if America's privy to this. It is like a ripoff of the killer in the end with the church and, Absolutely. and everything. It's yeah. 100% the killer. Yeah, but it's fine. We're getting too nerdy for I my life. Like, I was like, I don't know. I was going to fall asleep. If you want that stuff, you guys can find Ben on the Guilty Movie Pleasures podcast over at the Popcorn Talk channel. Yeah. So, you know, that's where you're going to go. Come watch us. And I don't. I just don't know what I would pick. Like that's the thing. When Josh was like, "Oh, you should come on," I was like, "I don't know what I would pick, we're dude. Di- I love this shit." Sometimes we're trying. Like tomorrow, this is to me a guilty one. Right. Uh, since X Men's coming out this weekend, we're doing X Men: The Last Stand tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is arguably the worst X Men movie. Except arguably, except Wolverine, Wolverine or, or Wolverine Origins. Origins is the worst. Yeah, no, that's a Wolverine movie. X-Men The Last Stand, I would argue that it's a decent action film and a terrible X-Men movie. Yeah. That's what I would say. So that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to see what happens. Oh, my God. And just I like, don't want to relive it again, though. I'm and really, Magneto like, moves the, like, when he, the bridge sequence. I'm, I'm like, so sad can, I have to relive that tomorrow, tonight. Oh, dude. It's not good. Uh, wait, now, do you watch the movies prior to doing yeah. it? You rewatch I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Ben's like, like, Ben's like oh, we he should have you on the show. I'm like, dude, he has to on. record clips. I got to record sound clips. He I got to like, watch the movies. Yeah, it's a lot. Damn. I kind of want to pick something you've never seen before. Do it. Okay, like I want to, like I don't want to make you. Like, we we watched Maximum life. Overdrive for the first time. You've never was, seen that. I've never seen it. It was Cletus, incredible. you did. It was incredible. Yo, mama. <laughs> That's the best part of Yo the movie. Yo, mama is the crazy. Yo, mama. Makes, hey, well, this machine just called me an asshole. <laughs> that movie's incredible. <laughs> Cletus, you did. When Lisa Simpson says that, the girl plays Lisa Simpson. Oh yeah, she's so. It's a damn good movie, oh, man. It's awesome. Renee, skip that one too. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Renee, I need to know if you're in. In a, with like, what? W- like with this marriage. <laughs> Like if you're, if you're oh, I think I'm in. She I think I'm in. What is I your like, journey? I let yeah, him go and watch the movies. I say, all right, all I'm right. gonna go check she, out she and do my me. own thing. She joins me to a lot of stuff. Like I she do. goes to all the Marvel ones. I do. She went to Batman versus Laura Superman. Laura does that too. Yeah. And she disliked it just as much as me. I see yeah. way too many comic book movies, in my opinion. I too like many. them, but I'm also like you didn't I, get I your ass beat in high school. You have no right to say that. I was a fever. I'm surprised I didn't. Um. I was asked by one of my good friends, she was like, would you see all these movies if you weren't married to Ben? And I was like, that is such a good question. Probably not. No, I'm rethinking my life. Yeah. She does, though. <laughs> but I do, and I enjoy them. He got I his hook in you. Not, I'm just not a she, obsessed I asked Laura, because like, mainly for scheduling reasons, because uh, I was looking at, it's our she anniversary this weekend. Schedule in your wife? No, no. It, well, it, well, I know, you're scheduling X-Men. Yeah, well, I'm scheduling X-Men, and it's our anniversary this weekend, and I know that like that day's not going to be an X-Men movie day. And then, <laughs> but I, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there going, you, okay, well, we're not going to go see it Thursday, because we're going to go see that uh, American Me is playing it yeah. on screen, so I want to see it. And I was like, okay, is that at least Friday, Saturday? What? And I, th- I just finally like was like, because I know she she goes down to the shelter and trains dogs on Saturday, so that may be out. And she gets tired. Of it. And I was like, do we have to see X Men? Like, do you want to see X Men? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, then I'm gonna have to make it work. Wow, that's, that's I'm gonna such have to a make good it work. That's a constant. That's a good wife too. Because Ben asked to... me if I wanted to go, and I was like, not really. And, yeah. he, and then he keeps being like, we're gonna adopt come you. On, come on, yeah. we're gonna adopt me. Ben. Really? We, so, ben so he, may be going to see X Men with us. Oh, you need her to be he there. He wants me well, to be there. No, I'm, I might just go by myself. I do that a lot. No, like, that, that's what that's I do. That's the other thing right now. Yeah. Normally, Ben, yeah. did you watch Preacher? I need to. I haven't okay, had a okay. chance yet. I, I watched Preacher. I, I, I got to say Geekscape. I don't want to spoil too much Preacher. I but see um, the first hour, I wasn't that into. And then there's a scene. Yeah. Like, you've read Preacher. Uh, a long time ago. Okay, well, yeah, I read it a long time ago, too. But, like, you know the R-Space character. Yeah. It is the TV show. And and now Seth Rogen, you know, has brought it back as an executive producer with Evan. Uh, uh, Goldberg, mm-hmm. his uh, producing partner, and I think they did a really admirable job directing this one. The first, the first hour, I'm like, okay, they're coming out of the gate hot, 
there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Not all of it I'm into. And then, like, there's a scene where Jesse goes to finally visit the R-Space character. And from that scene forward, which kind of happens at the hour-long mark of this hour-and-a-half-long yeah. episode, from then on, you get Jesse, and then you get Cassidy, and... There's a really good bar fight sequence, so and then pumped. the whole crux of it, which is that this is a preacher who's lost his faith, who then inherits, if you read the comics, the word of God, and goes on a journey to find out what is the truth behind all of this. Like, what is going on in the world that the, that the word of God has now inhabit, inhabited me and allowed me this power to have people do exactly as I tell them to, hmm. which is what a preacher yep. should do. And so a failed preacher does that. I mean, that's the crux of the show. Oh, I'm so pumped and to see it. We've been behind. <laughs> Geekscape is if you want to watch the show. Uh, obviously, there's Game of Thrones and other things competing on that Sunday slot. Like Game of Thrones was fucking amazing mm-hmm. this past weekend. But uh, I recommend Preacher for sure. Uh, and I I think now that it's found its I, I hope it finds its legs. Cause yeah. I, I, there's I really like a lot of different part. like it's like like past like present Oklahoma there's like blah 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 like and really like, you just need the characters right and then they mm-hmm. finally found the characters about an hour in and yeah. I was in it dude. I was really worried for that first hour. I was like, eh. yeah, they're the, they throwing a lot of stuff at you, and I and I, I've never read the comic, so I like I didn't know like what I was vaguely what. remember. Yeah, yeah, not much I, at all. Um, and <laughs> I, I hate I hate that I watched it because I always usually wait till the end of the seasons and just watch everything. But mm-hmm. like this one, I hate that I watched it and it I got, got really so, good. I got so hooked at the end. The new episode comes out in two weeks. Um, so wait, you guys two will... weeks. Yeah, because they're going to they they're going to replay this one next weekend. Uh, Jesus, do yeah, that on a Saturday of the hour before. Geek's God Geek's damn it! The main thing in two weeks is. I love how mad you just. The main thing is that in two weeks, June seventh, uh, the good the good too. folks at uh, Scream Factory are going to put out this movie, The Funhouse Massacre. Yeah. That's June seventh. Right. They're, they're going to put this thing out. It's got Robert England in it. It's got Jerry Burns, Clint Howard, and it also has. Renee Dorian and Ben Begley, who also co-wrote the movie, uh, and this thing is out. I mean, it sounds cool. I'm gonna check it out. Of course, Matt Kelly's gonna love it because he loves the horror movies over on that Horror Movie Night podcast. And uh, when these guys are at Comic Con this summer, they're gonna be signing these posters and yeah. promoting it at the Geekscape booth. So booth 3919, if you guys are at San Diego Comic Con, and uh, I just said that here on the show, and I'm, I mean it. So you guys are gonna do that. <laughs> All right. Um, That's his Facebook post to get to, to yeah. put it out yep. in the world. So yep. he yeah. has to hold it's up like, to it. It's like the secret with Oprah. I like that. Uh, they got guys. Where can we find you guys on social? Uh, you can find me at, at the Ben Begley, and uh, the movie is at Funhouse Mass for and Funhouse Massacre. You can find me at, at Renee Dorian. Oh, uh, and at, <laughs> at Guilty Movie Guys is the uh, Guilty Movie Pleasure podcast. Perfect. Uh, Kenny's at Cripple Kenny. I'm at Jonathan Lennon. And we can find Geekscape on Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff. Uh, thank you guys, Z Hollywood, for having us. And we'll catch you guys next week on Geekscape. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yay. Yeah,